0: Peanut, it's yeah, it's chocolate and peanut butter. You know what's weird about it? I think it's the visual uh, disconnect.
1: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, coming at you hot from Dabby Road on a
2: brisk Wednesday evening. Um, I bleep out that Wednesday part. Whatever, not to. i not to know what day we're recording. doesn't matter who. Also, it's not Wednesday. I just realized. Oh. Ooh. It's Thursday. It's a Thursday. Well, uh, nonetheless. Is it, here's
1: a question Is it a thirsty Thursday? Always, baby. <laughs> five o'clock, Straight out five o'clock. Uh, Nice Price Podcast, coming at you hot. Um, To my left is... Allie B. To my right is... Enoch. And across from
2: me is Al Riggs. Hello. Welcome to the pod, Al. Glad to be here. Thanks for coming on. It's very cold in here. Now, Al, here's a question. Be honest. Are you active on social media?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't touch the stuff, Enoch.
2: I I bring it up. I deleted my Facebook account earlier today. Um, I found myself only enjoying people involved in like drama that I didn't know that well personally. And though I still am going to miss that part. I was getting like friend requests from people I'd never met before in my life. Like I, it, I was realizing like, what am I doing this for? Every now and then I get like a reminder that seven years ago, I took a shitty photograph with someone I don't like. And the music swells. And I was like, man, to hell with this. And so I, and I decided to get rid of it. Extremely difficult to find to the to get rid
0: of this button. That's that's how it is with a lot of websites. Like I'll I'll use Reverb Nation as an example. Like I, it's still up there. my yeah. Reverb Nation page, but like there's they make I I unsubscribed to Blue Apron um, a now, little while ago.
2: Podcast Superstars. It's
0: podcast Superstar. Blue because, apron. And not great, a sponsor. Yeah, not not a sponsor, but a good company and a good uh, thing to use, but. It, we just didn't have any time to make any of the food, so I had to Rag. unsubscribe. Very but it was guy. such a colossal pain to just find the button that says no thank you anymore.
2: This one got even creepier because it asked me if I wanted to have a legacy page or if I wanted my page to be <laughs> to be completely deleted upon my death. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. It's like, hey, I when, you, di- when you die, which will happen soon probably, <laughs> do you want your page to stay up as a legacy page for your friends to see or do you want it deleted? And I was like, gross, and delete this. But, like, it really does ask you if you want a legacy page. How does it know? How does it know what? Your friends just submit. Oh, it says like, if someone hey, tells friend this, friend you died. died. Yes, yeah. exactly.
3: Legacy Page is the new organ donor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I,
2: thought, oh, you, I sure. thought you were going to say oh my, my
1: God, new band idea. name. Legacy Page is also legacy a good band page. name,
4: too.
3: It's the new what?
1: I thought you were going to say it's my
0: new, like, song title. Oh. Legacy Page.
3: Legacy Page.
0: That, I, I, I don't know if I'm completely against Legacy Pages. I... I, this is kind of a sad and fucked up thing to say. You killed someone? No. (laughs) Uh, There's a few people that I used to follow that their pages, unfortunately, did turn into legacy pages. So, it is nice to just sort of, like, sometimes a thing pops up that's like, I remember when you and I did this thing. We went on a canoe trip or something. Yeah, but, and it was fun. But then, then there's then the weird. awkward part where someone finds
2: their page, not knowing they went to high school with him, not knowing <laughs> they passed away. Like, happy birthday, dude! <laughs> like, I'm posting on their wall. Hey um, man, you're gonna go down a slim. Hey, drink one for me, brother. <laughs> like, okie <okie-dokie>. dokey. <laughs> no. Um, well, yeah, I, I guess it's the, the idea of a legacy page isn't so bad. Um being asked if you want one is bad. That like, is bad. It, it's creepy or to look odd. at. Yeah. And
0: like, uh I don't mm-hmm. want to think about what happens so would to my you, Facebook when I die. So would you rather them do it uh unknowingly? I yeah, I would rather well,
2: because 'cause I'm dead. Yeah. What do I give a shit? <laughs> like at that point. And then uh, yeah, it was just weird. Um and you can even I think it's almost like a will, you can almost assign like who's gonna who who manages your page after you've dead. Who would you pick? Who would I pick? Wait, really? Um, to manage your legacy page. Uh, see, not my wife. That wouldn't make sense. Do you mean that um, anybody? I would go with... Um, Sinbad. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoever directed Airbud. Like, uh, <laughs> if I'm just picking people. Uh, I don't know. Either Ben or Jerry. I love them both so much. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I.
0: Find the caretaker of the latest and
2: youngest Airbud. Yeah, the whole thing was just weird. I'm glad it's gone.
1: No more RIP nooching. Oh, yeah. Well, we had to RIP the nooch because it just kept getting so. Well, you could still nooch in theory. RIP nooching yourself. This is why you did it. You don't want to get nooched anymore.
2: I figured it out. Yeah, that's why. No, we we had to call <laughs> yeah, the nooching anyway. Why. Well, mainly because we I was using it for the store stuff, and I got and I even had to call it a ceasefire, and then that sh- and then Quentin that shithead nooched me <laughs> during the ceasefire. <laughs> Um, and he did something whack because he changed something I couldn't. I couldn't undo. It was like my bio or something. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I kind of want to be clued into this, but I kind of don't.
2: Oh, nuching, It's very, it's Facebook
1: it, pranking. Like if someone stays, stays logged in, into their Facebook, you can post something goofy as silly. as if they post. Well, it. but
2: you try to post something that's within reason.
1: It's not It's not dark or cold.
2: It's yeah, just yeah, it's like... <laughs> embarrassing. It's <laughs> it, just a goof. <laughs> one I, the, the first one that I did I thought was pretty well done was it, with Matt. I posted, like, I know it's silly, but trying to get a group of people together for this. And I linked to, like, the premiere of the Minions movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it was people were like, ah, that's stupid. But, like, maybe he's, like, he said it's silly. Like, there were some people that, like... Couldn't tell if it was real or not. Basically, the
1: beauty of of nooch would be writing the line of like it could still be them typing it. <laughs> yeah, but it's just goofy enough and like embarrassing enough it's for the person. For the person, it's like this motherfucker. It's figure. not shit like
0: oh, I'm gonna go shampoo my beard. Yeah, uh, it's uh, well, yeah, well, yeah it could be that. That's actually not bad. But you don't post anything
2: like offensive oh, yeah. or like mean you don't like go after someone else or anything else. and it's not it's not childish it's like i just duty it in my book <laughs>
3: yeah. um I you remember try to get
2: it where it's like seemingly that person did it
3: no, you got me with um rick and morty being dumb yes i had people i haven't even ever oh, spoken man. to on facebook i mean people were really sad that you didn't
0: like a cartoon yeah. wait a minute i actually remember that post and i thought <laughs> <laughs> you had
2: uh, See, it worked perfectly. I got
0: secondhand news. Yeah, so that's that's I'm the beauty sp- of the news, is, is you catch someone.
2: And the original idea was they stayed locked. they were on Facebook at work, and it was like, haha, you were fucking on your Facebook. I might as well like do this little goofy thing. And then it started getting kind of a little too too much. Uh, yeah,
3: <laughs> it got webby because we started to use Facebook for work things.
2: So it's yeah, like- and then we started like, and then it was like, now nah, I'm being punished for having checked like a message we got about records. Yeah, and then like Quentin changes my bio to say that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a lunar or something your, and it's like, bio,
3: your bio has a Happy Gilmore quote oh, it's but misquoted misappart- as the wrong so it's movie. a quote from
2: Billy Madison but he quotes it, he attributes it to Happy Gilmore <laughs> so I look like the kind of asshole that would, that would put a Billy Madison quote as my bio and then also I got it wrong, it's like if peeing your pants is cool then I'm Miles Davis Happy, Happy yeah. Gilmore oh, yeah, that's
5: <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn it <laughs>
2: That's a, that's a great news. It's a good, now, well, here's the By thing. By the guidelines the of, uh, of The rule of the news is you can't delete it. And so, since he made it my bio, I'm like, for the rest of my damn life, everyone who sees
5: this on my legacy page, they're going to see that I'm a,
2: that I don't know the difference between Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, William Madison. And, uh, I don't know. So, but it, it was getting, the one I got Quentin that I loved, he, he did delete this one, but I posted, um, uh, a link to, uh, it's, it just said Christmas is soon. And it was a link to an eBay auction for a, uh, a Fender Stratocaster signed by the creators of South Park.
1: One, it was, so was like three
2: thousand dollars. <laughs> and his, but he deleted it because his cousin, who he's not in close contact with, commented like, "How's the playing going?" And he was like, "Man, I'm not trying to have this awkwardized conversation. That like, I didn't post this, and wh-. so he deleted it. But I really thought that was a good one. You know, one of the people's names on that guitar, Matt Stone, correct? Mm-hmm. Trey Parker, Matt or Stone, Matt Phone, as Matt Phone. It were. <laughs> oh yeah, I believe that Matt Phone. Mm. Um, Um, so anyway, this is what we've talked about in this podcast. We're a music podcast, as you can tell. Professional podcast. We're a professional music podcast. We even got
0: the light. We got the
2: lamp We should mention we are
3: professional now because we have, what do you call these? Crane stands? I
2: I very literally don't know what to call them. I keep doing this to describe the people and they don't know what I'm doing. have them. Mine broke. Yeah, but when
3: you're doing that, nobody... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> like that was what I was I thought that was pretty good like it, it is accurate look at this damn thing look so this is an audio this is an audio
0: medium yes yeah, so,
2: yes yeah, so I'm making sure I do a lot of arm <laughs> motions for everyone to see I'm making a stupid arm motion for the listener uh, we're also again just like I'm getting worried about that y'all don't know what professional means like you know it means we get paid and we don't get paid right mm, it's it's more of a vibe okay so <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I, I'm not
1: making sure because you keep saying professional <laughs> podcast now and I'm like they do not well yeah, it's usually when people. something very unprofessional happens is when I say
2: it <laughs> so I'm, I'm Yeah. Well. Well. Also, we want to be professional. By the way, to all the sponsors that are listening, give us some cheddar. Like we're we're into it. Like we're not above it. Like I'll sell out tomorrow. Like I'm cool with it. I just I want free Miller Light.
0: I kind of of picture you being like that guy who's got like you got to try my amazing pillow. It's like at like 9 p.m. on like a basic cable channel.
2: Yeah, I'd sell. I'd hawk pillows. If that's what you mean. Yeah, I'd sell any of that shit. I don't know who would believe me. Um, that I'm, I don't know that I'm that convincing of a salesperson, but I would do it. I'm not, it's not above me or beneath me. Excuse me. It is literally beneath me. My pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep on switch you your pillow vibe? I'm a feather. Uh, I
1: like a feather. I like a couple of different, I mean, I have like a one big do you wedge
2: one between your legs like a weirdo. <laughs>
1: Sometimes <Damn. laughs> not weird.
0: I don't think it, but it's not weird.
1: All right. <laughs> Spooning a pillow is perfectly I guess guys, I'm going to turn in for the night.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> do no, touch word? me. Don't touch me. Fuck.
1: There are less grunts when I do it. <laughs> I, bet there, I, bet
5: there, I, I bet there are
1: more grunts. I'm...
5: Um. <laughs>
2: I, don't... Um. I like a very thin pillow. I like really? b- borderline so, a folded same. up t-shirt. That's, uh, it's that's good better for,
3: for your neck anyways. Hell yeah. Do you like thin crust pizza?
0: <laughs> <laughs> As a pillow? <laughs> or to eat. Ellie what's your pillow vibe?
3: I use something called my pillow which you can wash <laughs> in the washing machine. My pillow.
0: I use my pillow.
3: <laughs> I don't know what it's made of, but you can throw it into the wash.
0: It's the my, whole thing, the whole oh. pillow. That's actually a really good idea. Can
2: you are you? Oh, you can't even have feather pillows, can you?
3: Can vegans have feather pillows?
1: At <laughs> uh, Nice Price Podcast on Twitter. What is the what's the handle?
3: We want
2: to know. At the nice the books. okay. Twitter. We're just Nice, nice we, Books. Gotcha. Instagram. It's the Nice Price Podcast. Like, we got I, that Instagram. I, Hit us up on IG. What do you think is better, IG or Insta? IG. I say I, I say <laughs> Insta.
0: <laughs> my pillow vibe. In case I, don't I was. That me. was my next question. My pillow vibe is weird because beanbag. No, because <laughs> I've got so currently. So I usually have to have two pillows, brag. Um, just, just as like a weird. My man got two pillows. up, up support.
2: <laughs> Give me a fuck. Oh <laughs>
5: That's the guy.
2: That's who you That's think. That's the guy.
0: I will sadly post that guy. on Instagram as to who Al, I remind Al of So you
3: also use my pillow?
0: <laughs> no, but I've seen that commercial. Oh, okay. A billion times. That's the guy. It's like a shitty Bob Vila. <laughs> it's probably well, his relative. It's like Stan Vila. You well, gotta try my pillow. <laughs> oh. I'm
2: Stan Vila.
0: We'll
3: post the
2: photo. Hi, right, I'm today, Stan Vila. But... You remember my, my very successful brother Bob. Well, I'm coming at you high with a pillow. Well, uh, yeah, I know he's, like, built whole houses from the ground up. I got a pillow. <laughs> What's a
0: pillow? Just about anything,
2: I know. But... but wait,
0: you can just huck it into the washing machine. <laughs> yeah, but you don't even need to. But mine's, like, yeah. All right, so your pillow, you got right, two of them? double so, pillow. So I double pillow. I've got, like, a big, squishy pillow behind the first initial pillow as a means of uh, propping myself up without, like, being... Like, like I'm w- without it feeling like I'm sitting on wood, right? And then okay. I've got another pillow, uh, which I think right now is a memory foam pillow, um, with a just a normal pillowcase on it. I it really is like a day by day, um, huh. excursion to figure out what's gonna work for me. I mean, I, are you a good sleeper though? I'm a heavy sleeper, um, sometimes I'm a good sleeper. Okay.
3: In my mind, heavy is good.
2: I find the people that have the most like specific sleep situation are the people that sleep the worst. Oh. I, I kind of disagree with that. I think they're the like, people oh no, I be... got this bad, I got this thing, because I only get like four hours of sleep a night. I'm like, yeah, maybe if you get rid of all that shit, you'd sleep a lot more. Right, kind of
3: like how you fuck yourself over with a noise machine.
0: Yeah. And, like, I, I, go anywhere I, else? So I'm anti noise machine, but I'm pro. Like noise have a, music. Have a podcast on pro noise music. Like better. have a <laughs> podcast or have like the TV playing or something, but something specifically designed to make sleep better never works for me. I just gotta like hodgepodge a blanket pillow system until I find what works. I think. You but you need
1: do need something.
0: I need. You need. I need. I can't something.
1: sleep in dead silence. Just drink a either. half gallon of titos you'll be fine you'll well be I, could like get, I, could, I could get lit and then pass out
2: yeah i guess in case
1: of emergencies i usually do you would out. rather do that than have some sort of noise aid yeah
2: <laughs> no i do I, so i have no problem falling asleep mine's the opposite i want to be awake for more so i like put a podcast in and hope that i can listen to it like oh man i hope i make it the five minutes because i that. put like the sleep timer on like i hope i make it all five minutes but instead i fall asleep in like 15 seconds i have
1: tried to watch that talk last special Six times, and I can't get past he, ten minutes well, because yeah. I just fall Like I put it on; it's that type of thing that. Oh yeah, I watch the same asleep. episodes of when I
2: I would try to watch stuff because I'm like, man, I want to watch something, but I would fall asleep in five seconds. All right, listener, you came here to hear about how we sleep, and and what my Facebook situation is. I know that's why you came here. We're going to derail a little bit and talk about records um, or just music, because
1: I
0: was going to say, our rigs had a hot gig last night. How was it? <laughs> uh, it was a so I'm doing a res- residency currently. Currently at the Cave in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Um, every Wednesday, um, every single Wednesday, every two times, every Wednesday, <laughs> every Wednesday. Oh, some more beers is open. Five o'clock everywhere. everywhere. Um, every Wednesday in February, and last night's was fun. I had uh, Eric Phillips, who used to make music under the name Cat Be Damned.
2: I saw him earlier today in Nice uh, Price.
0: So uh, Eric opened the show along with. Uh, Durham slash Greensboro's uh, Von Eide, who I'm a big fan of, Uh, really beautiful uh, pastoral ish folk music. Um, Is that a
1: person or like a group? A group.
0: Uh, I used to work with uh, the lead person from uh, Von Eide at a other record store, and that's how we met. Was it a Fye? Um. I, Just kidding. I'll say it's an FYE. It's <laughs> was it a
3: Crate and Barrel? It, <laughs> <laughs> they sell records now.
0: Oddly enough, it felt... So fe- does Cracker Barrel. <laughs> and Oddly and enough, barrel. it felt like a combination <laughs> of FYE, Cracker do. Barrel, and Crate and Barrel. Interesting. Um, but the show was great. The show was a lot of fun. I did a piano set. Uh, the Caves piano sounds really great. Everything was going great until this... Um, this dude in his fifties started hollering at the bar staff because uh, I was doing my set and they were talking like really loud. They they came in drunk and they wanted They
2: being the this person in the fifties yeah, yeah, yeah. the hollerers. It was a
0: go- the hollerers. The guy and his brother um came in. They came to get more drunk and they were already just talking loud and everything and he
2: i'm with him so far
0: but i think they're going to veer off of what i think is okay. they might they might surprise you when the main guy um starts yelling at the bar staff like fuck you i cannot I've been coming here for 30 years don't <laughs> hold on don't you know who i am i know dave matthews band
2: oh no. sick
0: <laughs> and then they left was it uh who, and, tim it, reynolds <laughs> <laughs> I recorded the whole, like, three-CD live so album. I, it wasn't... So, I was like, god damn, this Andy Freebird all over again. Um, so, but the day... But you, you can't play. You, you soldiered through. No. Oh. Um, I mean, the, oh, we, didn't, we didn't stop the show. I mean, I didn't... We didn't end the show. But everything just... I wasn't mid-song. This was, like, in between songs. So everything just stopped it was like when mom and dad start arguing yeah only it's only it's two older drunk men yelling at the bar staff so,
2: so not really like mom did and dad you arguing. have like a really funny um, no i was scared. song to play I was right after shitless like you started playing like i will be a very appropriate um like some sort of theme song or something do you know what i mean what would the be man's. a good goof
3: oh like the Rugrats theme
2: yeah because they're
3: acting like a bunch boom, bang, of babies
2: boom, boom, bang, <laughs> bang, yeah. boom, yeah. or, is there a theme song for grumpy old men if there was <laughs> Grump, grumpier grumpier that's the sequel i believe grumpier old man uh grumpier old man well that's a bummer maybe next wednesday listeners you can go see it and uh there won't be too loud
0: drunken old men there exactly at, not. don't you know who i is mark, mark really? connor was there and he said that i planned the whole thing <laughs>
3: I was going to say, it sounds like you could have incorporated yeah, it into your residence. Plans. I tried,
0: but I was terrified. I was like, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. This guy was like a foot away from me, yelling at the bar staff. And it's one of those situations where you don't know how you are going to be when you're in a fight, unless you're in a fight. Fight or flight. Yeah, and my fight or flight was just complete, just hiding. hide behind the piano. Hide behind the piano. and I was, Look, if you got a piano in front of you, hide behind it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> last time I saw you play, you did a thing that Enoch talked about last week. You covered John Prine's Christmas in Prison.
2: Yes. It was Christmas in prison. So, and food so can we expect day. this
3: from you uh, every week? Uh, like a new instrument, new vibe?
0: Yeah. Is it piano
3: um, most of the time?
0: Yeah, so the week for this residency, the week that this is going up, I will have done a... Uh, performing the new album that I'm working on right now for the first time in its entirety. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and uh, the week after that, I'll be doing a Vaxxers uh, improv set with uh, Joe Westerland. Improv? Drums. Oh, sick. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a new score for the Kenneth Anger short film, Scorpio Rising. Hmm. So I'm not familiar with that, but that sounds very interesting. And a uh, week after that will just be a full band fun Rock and, roll rock, show. rock and Roll Show, which we're going going to be doing this Saturday uh, at the cave with John Lindsay and Amigo. Not the, ca- not the cave, uh, Cat's Cradle.
2: You should have told those losers, like, hey, come back in three weeks when we're playing a rock show. <laughs> Chill out.
0: <laughs>
1: or yell as loud as you want, because it will be a way more a wild rock. show. Or
2: were you <laughs> tempted to walk up behind them, grab them by their skulls, and conk <laughs> them together? I mean, you never get the chance to do that.
0: You never, No, you don't. So There's if you get the chance, anybody can't do it.
2: to the listener, if you get the chance to conk two people's heads together, do it.
3: And then you could have done a, like, prepared piano kind of boing sound <laughs> in the street. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So music. Uh, Matt, Matt, fun. you've been gone for a while. What have you been doing? Play any shows or anything cool? Uh, I haven't played any shows. You do any stupid DJing where you just play reggae? <laughs> <laughs> Every week I ask you like, "Hey, what's the first song I'm going to play? play?" Don't don't tell me it's just some reggae song. You're like I don't know, probably some. It's reggae mostly song. what I listen Every to. What do you want from song.
1: me? I know, also, I want, I was, like
2: even if it's just, just the specific reggae song, I just want you to like. What?
1: Tell uh, also, to the listener, I, I I was here last week. Oh shit! Yeah, he was going for a while. He says, "I can't remember." You know what I recovered though last week? A reggae record. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> no, that's, no, it was actually uh, tropical, that's tropical pop. Trop tropical pop, <laughs> baby. Was that the uh,
0: Was that the Holly Cook one? Yes, mm-hmm. that was a, That's a really great
2: record. It, it is great. Um,
3: Good for any occasion.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, but for this week, what are you What are you talking about? Uh,
1: less sunny, less beach vibe. Um, I'll more, say there is not a beach vibe. More scary. <laughs> And uh sexual, so
0: not the beach.
1: Where do you think? Where, what what is sex? Sex's place in music, Enoch
2: <laughs> This is a setup. I love
1: this.
0: If the answer oh, isn't Santa, me. dude, we need <laughs> to move on.
2: For the listener, I'm a prude. I don't want everyone. I don't ever want to hear or talk about sex. Uh, well, it, there is not one for me personally. <laughs> Well, this might not be the record for you. Yeah, there was one part I like literally <laughs> blushed when she said it. I
1: I have a couple of guesses there, but there are a couple. Oh, of is parts. this is this that record? Fever, rage,
0: plunge. <laughs> that was such a great record.
2: I love I, it. I, I enjoyed a lot of it, but it, it made me. Um, I, to, I can't. It's uh, it's their first
1: record in almost a decade. Um, her other group. Uh, with her brother, I think, uh, the Knife have put out, has put out a record since the then. The Knife, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's the you first time The
0: goof chart anymore. It's the first yeah. time we've heard how'd from he score, Karen he? since
1: then. I even think that was like 04 or 05. Anyway, this is a really dark, kind of spooky, moody record, and it has sort of the the tone of it makes you feel like you might feel when you're hearing people talk about the certain things that she's talking about. There's there are uncomfortable parts. There are jarring parts. Um, and lyrically it's very, it's not exclusively about sex, but that's the word that keeps coming up in any review that you will read about this album.
2: When they, I mean, when, when they go there, it's, it's no, about it's explicit. There's no bones, of no, no uh, confusion as to what it is. And describing. more
1: specific, it's it's about fr- frustration and that like, or not, not 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 just like sexual frustration. Like I haven't had sex in a long time, but it's like, the,
2: like hey, here, here. that. Like here, clip that last part out and just use that. <laughs> Here are the. <laughs>
3: and now we have Matt's phone back from a long uh, That's break. the only <laughs> appearance <laughs> I made. <laughs> 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 no. Yeah, Matt, what, <laughs> you,
2: what you been up to lately? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't had sex. <laughs> <him.
1: laughs>
2: hey, Matt, what did you play first when you DJ? I haven't had sex a long
1: time. <laughs> I'm actually never on this podcast again, except for that one sound soundbite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Matt, how you doing? Yeah, I'm hey,
2: uh, Matt's calling in from tour. He's like, oh, I've not like, fo- so like, had sex in a long time. And we just put like a phone effect on it, so it sounds like a payphone. I haven't had sex in a long time. It's All right, Matt. So so this record for the listener, mm-hmm. they're probably like, hey, guys, you're usually so hip to the moment. You're only talking about stuff that's like coming out right then and there. Mm-hmm. This record came out a while ago. A couple months ago,
1: uh, the vinyl, it sort of snuck in. Like, it wasn't hyped up too much. It was just that there there was a teaser or two. And uh, then she just dropped the record. But it's coming out. The vinyl
2: release is February 23rd. Finally. Five o'clock. For all the people who've asked me, I'm not complaining, but for the people who've been asking me, like, hey, um, why did you guys have that? I wanted to have it. It didn't exist on vinyl. I I tried. It's finally coming out. I'm happy it's finally coming out. And it's one of those things, it's similar to what happens with a lot of big hip hop releases and a lot of pop releases where. That genre, and if you're of a certain level, it's not like an indie rock band where you need to have your record on tour in order to sell some records. If you're, if you're ASAP Rocky, you put the record out as soon as it's done and ready for listeners to stay in the moment, because it's so fluid, you become uncool so quickly, right. and then the vinyl comes six months later. Right,
0: uh, Enik, I just want to bring up the fact that you called him ASAP Rocky. Yes. What do you call him? It's ASAP Rock.
2: No, it's ASAP
1: Rocky.
0: Nope, it's ASAP Rock.
1: You're you're mishearing each other.
0: There's a guy named ASAP
1: Rock, and there's a guy named ASAP Rocky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you're both right. Oh, I'm not talking about ASAP. <laughs> you're Rock. both right. You're just you, not you're hearing talking each about the guy other. who like
2: so ASAP Rocky is a rapper in the ASAP Mob, a <laughs> cash symbol, AP Mob. ASAP Rock is the guy that people who smoke cigarettes out of Cup of Joe like.
0: Ah, oh, come on anyway I'm, I'm goofing no. on you a little bit but there i, I, <laughs> I had never run. thought about the fact <laughs> that those
2: two names sound alike somehow they sound yeah. very similar they're so similar but we're both right that's crazy um <laughs> i'm goofing on asap rock but uh but i was speaking but like fever ray the reason this, the reason we're talking about later is because if you've got a pop record like this ready to roll you, you you get it out as soon as you can and then you can deal with the record later and that's why the physical release is a little bit behind the digital yeah speaking of uh Elon Musk. Hey, I wanted to talk about that a little bit.
1: <laughs> because that happened this week, and I realized two things.
0: Well, did, one,
1: ago. one uh, it was uh, there was a buzz on, about it this past week. Mm-hmm. Oh, the listener two weeks ago. Got it. One, I don't care about space that much. How could you? What? Space sucks. What?
0: <laughs> I, I didn't know I was getting into this. I kind of want to
1: leave now no, um and that's not that's a, maybe for another pod
3: <laughs> second we've covered our bases uh, with that on this pod
1: i think i've said everything i need to yeah. say about it Allie, who is
2: elon musk
3: I, I don't know, Matt. You told me. I don't
2: know who he is. <laughs> Wait, which one of y'all Googled him earlier today on the store computer? Because there's a tab. Or well, it wasn't computer. me either. It, wasn't
3: Elon Musk. it definitely wasn't me either. Or maybe it was Cause, yesterday. Cause,
2: Someone Googled Elon Musk and also like some stupid thing about his rocket. And I came well. in, and I was like, close, <laughs> close, 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 close all these tabs. More than the, the hoopla of the fact that he's gone to space or whatever, I realized I don't really know who he is. He's the CEO and founder of Tesla. Okay, the car, the self-driving or just fancy car, and he sent one to space. The electric car. Yeah, he took his personal one and <laughs> shot it into space. Good idea, right? Don't we all agree that shooting your own car into space is a good idea? <laughs> I don't oh, know and that's then a it, bad and then idea. Crash lands, and then the fucking engine messed up and crash landed into the ocean at four hundred miles an hour. I'm not getting into that. Like this is you do, you do with me. Congratulations, you do with me fuck this and fuck space I'm
0: not <laughs> stupid thing anyway back to the all shot
2: his car into space and it's the rocket thing is fine but why strap your car into it
0: because he wants to do a david bowie tribute it's playing space oddity constantly
2: there's a you could do that with any number of things why your car because i like,
0: you've got the money that's and just like unhucking
2: it. a car into space yeah that's the thing that i i'm not vibing on no, I don't like it either, but uh, I'm saying if you're going to get rid of it... This. Here's what, I, wanna, here's what I, I would like to see. Elon Musk and other people, hands on a hard body. Who can, stay, <laughs> who can put their hand, keep it onto the rocket as long as possible? Last person holding the rocket before it launches wins. <laughs> like the State Fair win a Nintendo it, exactly, 64 Exactly, who say what you win is being literally <laughs> dissented <laughs> by a fucking like 4 million degree rocket engine.
3: Yeah, but I can't tell which is more dangerous. The put your hand on the car game because everybody gets dehydrated. <laughs>
2: uh, well, the one woman died from... she. Oh no, that was a different competition. She overdosed on water trying to win an Xbox.
3: Overdosed on water? Water?
2: Yeah, you can. It's yeah, you can do that. It uh, was. Don't um, you just pay? It well. So you no, you're not allowed to. That was the competition. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was water it. toxicity. So it was who could drink the most amount of water over a certain amount of time. She's trying to win an Xbox for her kids, and she drank too much and died. It was. It was fucked up.
0: Wow. There's a documentary about it, I believe we strayed
2: a- very far away from Fever yeah, Ray. Understood, on- but just
0: one more thing about the hands on the hard body Okay, in space. <laughs> Would you have the pie man? There's probably, there a line,
1: there. there's probably a line about that on this album. Hand on a hard body. I'm trying- <laughs>
0: I-, <laughs> I was going there. It's the LP bonus. I was going time. there,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beat me to it. Uh, what were you asking me about? A, a,
0: a caveman or something? The pie man. What's a pie man? The pie man, I think Brian told me about the pie man at the NC State Fair. It would be. Oh yeah, <laughs> the guy
1: who's like, we got so and so, we got ch- uh, chicken and dumplings, we oh, got, the, uh, the, oh, and, yeah, and yeah. then, but and of course, every day we got fresh pie, <laughs> and he drags out pie. Yeah, it's he's he at can't. the last <laughs> pie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's tight. He's in. A, I, got I've been hearing him pie. say we that we since got my, apple since I was a kid.
2: We got whoopie pie. We got whoopy pie. What y'all think about Fever Ray? Pretty sexy record, isn't it? We got pecan pie. Alright, look, let's get back to this shit. I would love it if that guy was talking about it.
1: I wonder what that guy thinks know, of said, this I give it 8.4. Or I give it 3.14, because that's pie. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> jokes.
2: So, Matt Phone, this Fever Ray record, one thing I wrote down... Politics and sex, your two favorites. Yes. <laughs> That's what I like in music, is yeah. politics and sex. Yeah. Um, one thing I wrote down that I really liked, I wrote delay in vocals, and I don't mean the the delay effect. I meant that very specifically, there are songs that started out as instrumentals, I thought, and then like two and a half minutes in, the, vo- like the vocals don't start until you're way deep into the song and you think it might just be an instrumental jam. And then, boom! Out of nowhere,
5: oh, you the mean vocals like in, kick in time? Yeah, delay, delay in time, in like time. like
2: very okay. literally, like yeah, you don't hear any vocals for a long time, and then it kicks in. I really thought that was cool, and that happens a couple of times. I think it's coming from an an, an EDM technique of just they're sort of it's
1: almost like club drop. club builders, builders build it and build yeah. it. And
0: build it. Yeah. yeah,
2: I really I really thought that was cool, and um and I thought that some of the I don't know sound effects. That's not probably the right word. Choices were really like. Risky. There was one that was borderline, like video game sounding. That it, it almost sounded like something you would have heard in like a like a a juvenile song, circa ninety seven. <laughs> like it had, like it had just a crazy quality to it. And I was like, I like this, but that that's like. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone in the room who was like, No, I'm not into this. Yeah. Um, and that took some convincing. I thought that was cool. That, like it was, it wasn't the like,
0: but right. it
2: like skirted that line right and i thought that was kind of cool well for every well
1: there might be a little bit of that but it's mostly i think a lot of the intent there is you're supposed to kind of maybe wriggle around in your seat and be like this kind of makes me feel uneasy unsettling this makes me feel unsettling much like talking about some of the things that she's talking about
2: will make one feel it's Um, like club music but they only want one person in the club right (laughs) And like, you, yeah. And your drink, there's never any. You, you just have an empty glass. So a, co- drink a, a
1: couple drink. of them are bangers, though. Like, take the whole tone of the record out. Of that, that It's about this, where it's about that. There are a couple that go pretty hard. I I probably listen to To the Moon and Back probably three
0: times a day. To the,
1: to the Moon and Back is really good, and I don't I don't know about you, or I don't, that's
3: my favorite. Yeah,
1: that one has yeah. a very catch, just traditional catchy element to it. But mm-hmm. otherwise, it's a very moody. It's like not only am I frustrated about. This and I don't like. They went through a divorce recently, so there's elements of that in there. But it's also like th- this is frustrating to talk about because of the way things are in the world right now. So it's like frustration on different levels, like not only in my personal life, but what, like, what are we allowed to talk about? What are we allowed to what's do? What's
0: like, what, like, what's the main lyric? I think the one that everyone keeps coming back to is like, it's so hard to fuck in this country. Yeah, this. Well, yeah, it starts off. Her saying the line to
1: Enoch Earmuffs. this how this house makes it hard to fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it becomes this country makes it hard to fuck. And it that's why it's like lit layers of like, yeah, there's sexual frustration here, but I mean my life and big and bigger scope. What like
2: where does what country?
1: Uh the ninth she is from Sweden. Okay, right? I couldn't
2: remember if it was Sweden or Iceland
1: or what or, or Norway. Yeah.
0: I think it is in deference to somewhere in the north. But it's, it's clearly about
1: where we live.
2: Well, I didn't know she lived here. Or <laughs> I, 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 I don't think know. she
1: might. live... Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know where she resides now. But it's, and you know what? Maybe for all I know, it could be just as shitty where she does live. Maybe I'm just
0: listening to it as an so American. overall culturally. It's really yeah. hard to talk about. Yeah, honestly.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not helping anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest.
0: Because of people like you, it's a <laughs> accurate.
2: <laughs> but yeah, uh, it it makes
1: again. I, I'm I'm down with anything that sort of makes you feel, even if it's like I don't even know if I like this or do do or don't like this. But it's making me feel something that I don't r- really ever feel when I listen to music, or look at a piece of art, or read in a book, or whatever. And that's always that, that mean that goes a long way with me.
2: Yeah, I the <laughs> when I, I wrote down like brave sound effect choices because I'd rather you. I'd rather you put a
0: bah, 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 and me
2: think it's lame yeah. than pick the most the safest thing right. and it just goes in one ear out the other. Like, oh, you
0: gotta take risks. I'd, I'd, like I'd rather
2: someone all... like I get mad, you know. Like lyrically, there's some people that like they put these like clunkers in there or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, you know, at least they were going for something, even if it turned out to be a shitty joke, <laughs> um, than just like you know, pedant- like just nothing. But so I, I dig that as well. Um, so yeah, oh. Scary, Sexy, Cool.
1: That's mm-hmm. how I would describe this record.
2: What's the Crazy, Sexy, Cool? Is that the TLC that's album? T- yes.
1: That's the T-Boz, Left Eye, and Chili album. Yes. The uh, Tender Loving Care.
2: Right. <laughs> also that. <laughs> you know what their original name was? Chicken Tender Loving Care. All right. No Moving on. <laughs> what Speaking do you got to talk of, about? I mean? Well, so things that like this is not the same as you as far as being totally unsettling, but... As far as a thing that I have no, they're not a great foundation for, uh, the Habibi Funk, the newest Habibi Funk compilation, which uh, it's a little tricky. Habibi Funk is a term that the label kind of coined, it's not really a pre existing word, and they use funk to mean. So this compilation is of songs from uh, the Arab world in the 70s and early eighties. Some that some are like, um, disco, some are sort of, honestly, I guess soft rock. And then some are funk, some are R and B, but it's mostly sourced from Algeria, Lebanon, Egypt, Morocco, and what is probably now, I think North Sudan, right? They've split it into two. Um, it's the basically only matters because of the, there's sort of the Arab and the African Sudan. Um, Anyway, and these are—it's a compilation of all these kinds of things from this region of the world. So, but that's a—if there's a kind of music I don't know anything about, that's it.
1: I was like, about to say, what was? What do you think it was like if you were someone in Lebanon wanting to put out a record? So, what would, how would you go about doing that?
2: I don't know. <laughs> Look, I work in a record store. I don't know how to put out a record out. Now, then, now, if you have not you now I guess, but I meant even then. Even then, yeah. So <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, the, w- we'll play a track later, but um. The influence they have a lot of heavy American influence. The first track we listened to earlier is clearly like they've listened to a lot of James Brown and like American R and B and stuff. But there's always these little things that you can hear that are just are literally foreign, foreign sounding that you can't quite place necessarily. Um, and I dug that because it kind of put me off center. Of like, I don't even like every song on this thing necessarily, but not just because they were singing and not in English sometimes, but Rhythmically, it's weird. Uh, instrumentally, it's weird. There's just like a different vibe entirely that I, was interesting and cool to listen to. That I was trying to work my way through all the stuff. And I really on like there's a lot of international funk out there that because James Brown set the world on fire and influenced every band internationally. Basically, it's, it's also just so hard to sift through First all these punk
0: like. Rocker.
1: <laughs> Also, that another pod. Um, It's also hard to sift through all these like reissues and comps, and like every little fucking label has like these lost tracks from this part of the world. Everything's lost. It turns out (laughs) we never found anything. So, like, and that used to be what I got so excited about, like years ago. But now it's just like there's so many. Numero found this in a castle. Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah.
2: and and also some of that stuff gets. I'll be honest. Some of that stuff I find gross and fetishist. It's Mm. like where it's like hey this song's only okay but what if i told you that like a minority who was a who like was a trash collector for a living made it it's like well that uh, it's interesting biographically but now you're just focusing on <laughs> yeah. this yeah, you're yeah, fetishizing it, this it, man and the fact that you that think he shouldn't have been able to make music starts and it's
3: overshadowing yeah her, it's started,
2: and, it, and it, it gets creepy and weird where it's like it's kind of how i feel about the shags
0: the the show. I, feel- I don't know, I just
3: enjoy listening Maybe I'm not musical I love the sh- I,
0: <laughs> I genuinely love the Shags But I feel yeah. like Did You also like stepping on text. Yes, but <laughs> I like the I do not like I would actually go far to say I hate The What I think is exploitation Of the fact that They're weird and they don't know how to play their instruments So it's reissue their album
2: yeah, well and yeah, it was like the, the whole private press reissue world has gotten pretty it bizarre. Just feels icky. Um this one I liked because the label licensed everything from the artist directly. That's good. So there's a lot of basically a guy who well, you know, played shows, was touring around, like was a thing in, you know, Lebanon, he was making records. He's now an older guy. And he still got his he's still got his records. They've been these things that put out had been released in Lebanon. Most of them there's a, there are like a few unreleased tracks on this record from artists who had put out other stuff. Mm-hmm. And they said like, hey, we want to take your best cut from this and package it together with these other records that have a similar sound and see if we can get people that might be interested in, in this kind of music. And it, it there is that vibe of that I don't like when some reissue labels and some specific releases where it's like here's a photograph of someone who didn't have a lot of money in the south in a certain period of time that's black let's let's highlight that aspect and then present them as almost a caricature of like outsider like you know that's what that's I mean? fucking like, gross and, and a lot of those things veer too close to that and maybe the person putting it out has honest appreciation for it but the way that it's appreciated and gets monetized is kind of weird and um as someone who works in a record store it's a thing i deal with a lot like ordering things and looking at things but this um for this record in general specifically it's a cool record. These songs are hard to... F- uh, also, I will say, in the defense of anyone who reissues these kind of things, the originals are don't exist, almost. Like You, you can't, can't find, find 10 people who've ever seen a copy. So, if you want to hear these things, these reissues are really the only way to get a hold of them. Sometimes these compilations are the only way to hear anything by these artists. Um, now, the, I will say the other flip side is there are probably some current Lebanese artists who are being ignored because like, no, that doesn't sound like doesn't sound like it was pulled off of some 78 that was dug out of some guy's like yeah. basement right now that's um, the like market. The, yeah like the market is really market only there is that. no market for like i don't know what is currently happening in lebanon right it, is there or. is
1: there a star here is there like a william Onyabor here is there a Willie? what's the guy on the um, native native north american willie Thrasher.
2: yeah um no is there someone here who's like no nah, it bounces around so there's only there's there's a few artists that are represent like have a couple of songs but no one has more than a few um yeah, that's no... how I first
1: started hearing about like William Onyeabor was like all these
2: comps, mm-hmm. and he yeah, would, he would yeah. just be like one guy among, and like the Ngozi 30. family from yeah. Zamrock stuff, and like which is all great stuff. It's just it does after a while get y- you start to get a kind of odd feeling yeah. from the like bombardment of it, um, and also what's weird is now that it's gone back around, so that now there's like new like young bands in America that are influenced mm, by, sure, yeah. by African bands who were influenced by Black Sabbath. And it's like I can't even do the math <laughs> yeah. on where we are now. Twisted. Yeah. So um but Habibi funk, it's a cool record. Um Who put it out? Uh it's a good question. Can't recall right now. Now again put me on I the have spot. a couple guesses. <laughs> it's not it's, I think honestly oh I think it might be Sublime Frequencies. Um they're one of the better ones. Yeah. That. They, they they go deep. They go really
1: deep, and and it's more of a documentation. It's more of like this was happening here. Yeah. We're not going to present this like these are the hottest bangers from Nigeria from '79 to '8. Like a lot of people hone in on like what you're saying. They try to make like they found the dopest shit and the hottest bangers. Yeah, but Sublime Frequencies are just. They're, this isn't like they're a, hyper now nerds. Now that's what
0: you call music. Yeah, they're hyper
1: nerds about it, and they're just like, we just wanted to, like, we have come across this. Uh, yeah, they, and, we, and we want to show you this documentation of something that was happening. Yeah, but,
2: they're more anthropological, probably, <laughs> yeah. with their approach. Now, also, folks, you heard here first. There's no dope shit or hot bangers on this one, as Matt said. <laughs> there so,
1: are. What you were playing earlier was not hot. the
2: dopest of shit or the hottest of bangers. No, I would disagree. Um, Those kinds of uh, nerds, I'm okay with. Yeah, but, th- but I, most think if, nerds I think I think if not. there were 15 people that thought this was a cool record, at, they would be putting. This kind of thing out, and it would be on Bandcamp, and only 15 people would be listening to it. It happens to be that it's kind of nouveau right now, and into and hip, so there are more people into it. But I, I think that their motivation is is separate from the current popularity of it. The first um, couple of
1: things you played earlier, when we were just setting up, I didn't even know, until they started singing. Then I was like, "Oh, this is the record that he's talking about." Yeah, yeah. But so I was like, vi- I was legit. There's a couple like, of
2: them that are covers of like American funk kind of standards that. You'll, that You'll, I'll, I'm sure that every single person listens to every record we talk about every week. <laughs> so do like you usually do people don't do what you might be doing, which is 15 second a heading past the song. Don't do that. Don't do what Donnie don't does. Um, so that's what I'm talking about. It was Habibi funk. We'll hear a song from it later on. Cool. Don't worry. Um,
3: what song, uh, you know, you, you can tell us later.
2: I'll tell you later. And also partially because I'm not very confident in the pronunciation and I don't want to totally butcher it. So I'm going to have it right in front of me before I say it.
5: Excellent.
2: Um, but we're gonna go from um, Matt's like unsettling record to my kind of oh it's hard for me to play, wrap my head around a record to I would say might make you want to tear your hair out record <laughs> that Al's gonna talk
0: about. So I, I came here with a few notes. What, um, what do you
2: What record are you talking
0: about, Matt? Al? So I've got three. I've got three records, but you get the one. one that I really wanted to talk Pick about one. was um, the new, and I have to say his last name uh correctly um ephraim Manuel menick uh who you may know as the sort of like not necessarily the front person but just the most known person from the uh band godspeed You black emperor um this is his new album that he put out last week on his label constellation Uh, it's called pissing stars i did not know that was his label i believe it is his label
2: Interesting. I think I'm
0: like 80% sure.
2: They put out good. pretty cool stuff. I, I didn't know that he was involved. Interesting. All right, cool. So exp- do me a favor <laughs> and... Exp- okay. One of my favorite things to do in the pod. No one else likes it but me. How should someone listen to this record?
0: Someone should listen to this record the same way that they listened to Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen. Whoa.
3: That's crazy. Because I was so going to so say
0: the same way that they listen to
2: their alarm clock going off in the morning. <laughs> Turn it off! <laughs> yeah. Kind of like... I, I, I don't really mean that. Um, but I found it... The first track, particularly, so is th- very jarring. Yes. And, like, it. to his credit, it builds a level of anxiety in the listener mm-hmm. that is uh there's a physical for me and Quentin in the store there was a physical reaction. Quentin said he wanted to tear his hair out um and i i like
0: I was in the store like shelving books and it was like creating like a manic feeling <laughs> in my brain so here's the thing about this record it side one I feel like is a test for you a double dog dare it is a double dog dare because you can so side one is. First, I think like four. The first one, two, three, four, five. I'm looking at the uh, track list. First five songs are really noisy and really ambient and terrifying. They are scary, uh, anxiety ridden songs. If you can get past those first five songs,
2: there's some vocals that come there's in. There's
0: some vocals. Pretty much all the vocals on this album are, to me anyway, very unintelligible. Um, and very chanting-like. Um, if you can get past the first five songs, Side 2 will reward you with, I'm going to say, the catchiest, most, uh, I'm not going to say fun, but like emotionally uh, vulnerable and uh, accessible music that I think he's put out. Uh, uh, well, that on is a on a scale. Record. That is on a scale. I mean, these aren't Beach Boys songs, people. No. But there, there are legitimate like. There's hooks. There's choruses. Yeah, yeah. There's, the, there's, the first song on side B is a is a pop song, basically. If like, it sounds like a suicide track. It sounds uh, a lamb in the land of uh, payday loans. And just so the listeners not confused, when we say suicide track, because
2: we talk about how what side one sounds like, we don't mean a song for which you to commit suicide. Track. Correct. The band suicide. The
0: band suicide. So the, it's it sounds like suicide. Um, sounds like a caliphone song, actually, a little bit. Um, there's some genuinely beautiful stuff on this record, both, in my opinion, on side A and side B, but I feel like side B is the reward you get for sitting through side A because there's some genuinely (laughs) touching, really emotionally beautiful things happening. So do you
2: think he sequenced it as this is the way it made sense in his brain, or do you think it was intentional
0: to bury the songs behind... The, the not songs. Well, a lot of his music is very political. A lot of there. When I say there, I'm going to say Godspeeds. And their whole ethos is very political. They don't have a lot of vocals. I would say they have no vocals on any of their music. And uh, his other band, uh, Silver Mountain Zion, has vocals. All of their stuff, that little collective of artists, is very political and um, very socially um, aware of not just what's happening in the world, but very specifically, Canada. Um, I think with this record, the idea behind it is to put you in the mindset of if you're not already anxious about where the world is headed right now, then this record will probably find a way to make you feel that anxiety. And I think that side two is a little bit of a release. A little bit of a hopeful fight, um, if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, or, or yeah, or maybe just the idea of like, even the most aware, most responsible person right now. Sometimes you just want to like, you know what? I'm gonna watch a King of the Hill rerun and drink a fucking wild cherry Pepsi you and need, forget all a this shit bit for like break. ten seconds. For God's sake, you need a break.
0: Yeah, or like bit. maybe delete your Facebook, something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Make a legacy page.
2: Do you have? I, I know it's tricky because it, it is an, an album that's intended to be. It sounds like played in a stream. But do you have a track to suggest?
0: I've got for the listener. Um, I'm kind of tied between two of them. Uh you get lamb, one. lamb in the land of payday loans is the outright uh, pop in quotation marks okay. song on this record. But I think the one I'm going to pick is the one that happens immediately after that. And it was the first one I heard. Uh, this record, I don't know if anyone has heard about this record. Um, if you're a fan of Godspeed and everything, you'll probably know about it. I found out that this record was a thing a week before it came out. And I don't know if that was intentional on their part. I didn't hear a single word about it.
2: You even texted me telling me this is what you were going to do. It, and I said, who? What? <laughs> Because um, I didn't know. Yeah. I was, also wasn't familiar with his name. I know Godspeed. I know my Zion. I didn't know his name. Yeah. Um, by the way, did you see them at Hopscotch? Were you all there? They played in the rain? Saw a little bit. It's pretty good. I did not see that. No. I, I give bonus points to anybody who plays pretty well in the rain, and they, they did pretty well in the rain. They weren't in the rain. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. It makes the crowd hard. It's hard to get a crowd into it. Unless you're at Woodstock 99. Oh, well, I mean when Limbisk is so, playing but you the, don't need you know we're already a ride. I got all this mud with around. Me. Break stuff, you know what I'm saying? They actually
1: without, I don't know without sounding like I'm zinging them. Their fans are ones to be like <laughs> I, I, I bet they would be like, yeah, psyched on the rain. Like this great. This is so like well, going no?
0: I mean, certainly going to have wash their sandals because it's very atmospheric <laughs> and moody and it's like I bet they thought it was beautiful that it Their was girlfriends raining. coming with them like, "Thank God he's taking a shower." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but I think I'm going to recommend the track um, L-O-V Slash Shelter in p- Shelter in Place okay. Which is the first song I heard from the record And it's really It's got kind of like Halfway through the song it changes And it's got this weird like dance track Bass in it but there's no drums So it's got this really Beautiful So it has a rhythmic thing it's but got it's a not a really, percussion a, a Very me. chugling Chug, uh, chugging rhythm to it. There's just no percussion. Huh. Um, and it's just like a like a like a heartbeat uh, build, and it just keeps going and going. It's really really pretty, and it's probably also the only song on the record where you can actually hear what he's saying. Which, what he does end up saying on that song, I feel like that was. And I make a guess. What he recites the lyrics to Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yes. Oh, okay.
2: Ooh! Also, I got a joke. Can you edit this into the earlier part? Absolutely.
5: The Godspeed
2: fans uh, were worried mm-hmm. that the rain would wash their uh, the dry shampoo they sprayed in their hair earlier. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shout out to dry
0: shampoo. Shout out! I'm a I'm a recent user. <laughs>
3: it's amazing, isn't it?
0: Can you can you elaborate on dry shampoo really quick? Because I'm thinking about it. Basically, it's the only poison reason you spray in your head. Basically you don't other...
3: know what it is.
0: I know I know what it is, but I need to know like why.
3: Why Why should I
1: do it? Why should I use? You have
3: to wash your hair.
1: Yeah, the reasons you're thinking about even considering it. That's why it
2: works for those reasons. I I think (laughs) Al's hair isn't very long. I don't think he would need, unless you really need to, like, unless you're an emergency. Like, I don't use it. I'm the I'm the I'm the the target demographic.
0: Yeah, I'm the kind of person who kind of has to take a shower every day because otherwise. My hair and my body just immediately start going insane. <laughs> my hair and my body. <laughs> hey, Al, what's going on? Your
2: uh, your elbow's swinging around. I got to take a shower. <laughs> Al, you're walking all funky today. Like, I didn't take a shower. I did shower. What do you want for? me? I <laughs>
4: like your hair a being a separate thing.
2: thing. Al, your so eyebrows fell, fell off. I <laughs> well, I forgot to take a shower. Yeah. I <laughs>
0: what's sex? <laughs> Matt Stone Quote. Uh, I, uh, But it's uh, like it gets incredibly greasy yeah, just because same. just because I take do not take a shower for not even a whole day. So I think it's just I've got a naturally nervous, sweaty, awful body.
3: Well, showering so much is doing that to you too, because you get used to the oils Chicken the egg. But so. I, I won't go into it. Wait, I,
0: is that how that works? Yeah. Yes,
1: chicken, <laughs> <the egg.
3: laughs>
1: I, I basically only shower. Be, I don't know. I only shower because I have to look presentable for work. Well, I think it, otherwise, it, I don't really put that. What? It's not a priority of mine. And in jail, it's they, like, into they something spray it like down, one down one once a
2: week in jail anyway, Matt. So you probably so okay. it's like if I'm if I'm doing
1: it, it, it helps when you're in it when you're in a quick bind.
3: Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. you you're you just
1: wake up
2: at three o'clock two. in the afternoon, like Matt does.
3: Yeah, it's like shower falls last on the to do list. Yeah. When you've got a lot of other stuff to do. There yeah,
2: are, I mean, she said it better than there I could. Like, I like get a text once a week for me. It's like, hey, I'm running late. I'll be there soon. Sorry about that. And I show up with my hair wet. And it's obviously like, oh, yeah, you waited to take a shower too long. Ooh, hair wet? Or maybe she didn't notice, in just not your mouth. Just like,
0: I tried. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Now I know. I, there you are some... car trouble. Like, my shirt's soaking yeah. wet from my hair. Like, <laughs> Yeah, a lot just, of traffic yeah. on P
0: Street today. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, It's all the construction. There are some days where I do wake up like 20 minutes before I have to be in at work and. Yeah, dry shampoo. Like, how does it make your hair feel?
3: Thicker, luscious.
0: Like, like, texture-wise, like, soft? Does it, like, harden up? Or?
3: Um, medium. Mm. But, hey, cool segue. Good thing we got Matt phone back in the house. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went on a date with a Segway tour guide
1: once. <laughs> <laughs> True.
3: Um, Big, luscious hair inspo for the she latest. Had short hair for the latest Bad Bangs record. Um, Consisting of Betsy Wright and Laura King, they make their debut with their self-titled record. Um, And the story goes, they both grew up loving 80s hair metal, loved Bon Jovi. Um, Poison is an influence they point to. The Bangles is referenced.
2: The Cincinnati Uh,
3: Bengals? Imagine imagine all of that combined with the uh, more obvious influence of um, Betsy Wright and Lori King's um, already standing projects. X-Hex, Flesh Wounds, Cold Cream, Speed Stick.
0: uh, uh, Wow Fang? Wow Flag? No, wild uh, Flag.
3: Yeah, so Wild Flag is Mary Timony's project with Carrie Bronstein and other superstars, and Mary Timony's project with Betsy Wright is
0: X-Hex. Gotcha, got it. I'm looking at the. They gave you stickers for of so, The logo I'm looking at right cool. now. Very cool, and they're a on a um, beautiful logo. What record label?
3: Yeah, the logo reflects the sound.
2: This record's out on Don Giovanni. Yeah.
3: Jagged and colorful.
2: Don Giovanni. Don Giovanni. 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 Shout out to uh, Julia at Don Giovanni, who, front of the store. Shouts out. Front of the pod.
3: Yeah, I can't wait to get this record. Without having a chance to really listen to the lyrical intent, it's just a great mood. And every song is a jammer, so I had a hard time picking one for us to listen to. Um, I've been vacillating between Wolf Bite and Rock the Reaper. But I think we're going to do Rock the Reaper. Rock the Reaper.
2: Okay. That sounds cool. So, I ha- um, when you say, so these bands that are influenced, like hair metal is an influence, but in the sonically, or like, is it, are we talking like it's super clean production? Or are we talking like crazy solos? Or is it just the sort of like, um, the like, I hate the word butt rock. What's the better word than that that people use? Butt rock. Oh, There's cock rock. My... Oh God. Okay, <laughs> <I> believe that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, ding dong rock. I
0: can't.
3: Uh, it's a Poo more rock. Uh, oh. is, is weenus it, rock. It's kind of like, um...
0: a. <laughs> oh, that's ween. Oh my bad. Um,
3: it's a modernized production, but it's
0: weiner rock.
3: Um,
2: it's very riffy.
3: It's so. Uh, it, it's ri- yeah. It's riffy.
2: Riffy. Okay. So, but it's, it's you know, it's not it's, like super technical. It's it's more the more in vibe as an influence. Would you say?
3: Yeah. More, Subject
2: matter as well, maybe.
3: More in vibe. It's like bulbous. It's riffy and It's fast
2: it's, and bulbous. This is a filthy. What episode. else could you ask for? Matt <laughs> wouldn't know. This it's is gross. Get me out of here.
3: Disgusting.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs>
3: um. Yeah. I don't know. Just listen to it. It's not that it sounds like 80s hair metal it's just that that's at the roots of this project
1: xx has a little bit of that like thin lizzy just driving riffy guitar L- parts. a L- little bit of the cars
0: in there too like some yeah and like the hooky guitar lines too every time i listen to that bat fangs record i feel like they're gonna start they're gonna break into a cover of like um uh I don't know the name of it. It's the George Harrison song that. Nah, 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 oh, I got my mindset mind on, on you. There. Yes, I've got my mindset on, on you. Al,
2: oh, did
3: this happen to you I've with that the mind song mind. Mercury? I every time it starts to play, I'm like, oh, is, are they covering something right now? It, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like almost identical in the opening phrase. It's It's,
0: it's good in a way <laughs> that car seat headrest is not. When <laughs> Ooh, it comes to when I it comes. Take- it Comes to sounding like another band.
2: I'm gonna try to get somebody on the pod to talk about how good car seat headrest is just to battle with with without. I'm yeah, just gonna we fight. A beef. We need to create more fight. beef. I mean, obviously, Walt we'll and I hate each other. We're enemies, we're nemesis, <laughs> nemeses. Um, nemeses, but like everybody else who's ever been on the pod, we're like always get along so well. And it's like, we need more beef. <laughs> That's what we're one, out here. For. One might ask, Where's <laughs> the beef? One might, yeah, where's the juicy G? We, we need someone to come on this pod and talk shit about someone who was previously on a pod. I'll do it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already here. You're um, high. <laughs> no, nah, we'll save it. Um, so let's take a break. We're gonna listen to Bat Fangs. Um, which one did you decide on?
3: Rock the Reaper.
2: Rock the Reaper, Bat Fangs is on Don Giovanni. Mm-hmm. Also friend of the front of the front of the <laughs> store. Uh, the the um, the Joe, the uh, owner and operator of Don Giovanni Records. Interesting factoid. Mm-hmm. Oh, not factoid. Interesting fact about him. He collects uh, CDs, terrible ones specifically, and then also like he, they don't play. No, like like pointless Contents. ones. Gotcha. And he, he collects CD singles for that same reason. Uh, he was thrilled when I gave him a Randy Newman CD DVD of. Ju- it was like I think it was just I Love LA with the like with the video for I Love, a, L, I Love LA also somehow
0: on there? So you're already creating beef by lumping in Randy Newman with terrible music.
2: Well, no, but, like, that disc doesn't need to exist. True. A disc with just that one song on it, no remixes, no B-sides, and then also a video on it that you can't play on any any player in the world right now. <laughs> so that's his idea. So I think I know that he famously Bring has one Windows, that's, like, Windows it's, a, it's a CD of, like, princess diana screensavers like he he collects these like insane we love it like useless artifacts um anyway shout out to him he comes to the store every time he's he's around north carolina and uh he's really he's he's pretty interesting funny guy he's a really smart guy um so he put this record out on his label don Giovanni. it's called bat fangs we're gonna listen to F- F- rock the reaper rock the. oh a play on fear the reaper okay i like this i like that i like referential music all right here we're going to play Rock the Reaper by Bad Fangs. We'll be back in a minute to Matt's going to plug like his DJ said or something. All right, bye. <laughs>
1: That was a smoking hot jammer
2: from Batfangs. thanks ali riff rock, Thank riff you, rock. Ali. <laughs> um none of this like terrifying sex jams that matt's into <laughs> <laughs> or terrifying or this, uh, what's that uh what's the coppola like. movie i think masks, masks. scary sex Ooh. oh yeah
3: eyes wide shut eyes wide,
2: yeah. eyes wide shut that How is that? a Kubrick film. I, oh, my bad. haven't seen a lot of movies, to be honest. My favorite Kubrick movie is Jack, so what do I know? <laughs>
1: Let's
0: do it for Johnny.
1: Um, um, Moving on. We're winding down here. What's going on? Plugs. All that plugs, kind of jazz. Um,
2: I'm going to give a... This is a dumb plug because it's already happened, but I want to talk about the idea that it happened and maybe that we're going to do more in the future. We just had a listening party slash... Um, Make your own album cover for the new Superchunk record, which we're going to talk about on the pod in the future. Um, but it's called "What a Time to Be Alive" is the name of the album. But at Neptune's on February thirteenth. Oh, Drake cover. <laughs> at uh at, on, <laughs> at Neptune's February thirteenth. Uh, like hundreds of people showed up to make their own album
0: cover and talk about Superchunk and Kids, listen to the new record. Adults and by all ages, free event. Um, so I've got a question about that event that yes. happened already. Yeah, um, you loved it. it was I great. loved it. I had a great time, but I was a little um, confused about the rules. So, is this an album cover I can use as the uh, my personal album? Yes, cover? you can.
2: So, what we're going to do is we're taking, we're bringing blank album covers that could fit an LP, twelve-inch LP record inside of them. So, if you wanted to, you could use your own album cover as the album cover. Now, what you would do with the other Super Chunk record album cover is a very good question I've been thinking about nonstop. A hat. So, a hat. I don't know what you'd do with it. Uh, I, in a, in it. a dream world, I have thought of this ahead of time and I said like, hey, we're selling a bunch of blank ones and you can make your own album cover and it just c- comes blank. Oh, I didn't yeah. think of that in time. Maybe for the next one. Next That's time. the reason I'm bringing up this this plug is that I hope this will be one of the many future listening parties we do it at places, hopefully Neptune's and King's. Um, where we get to, look, you can buy records anywhere, man. You can buy them online. There's all these other places. That... Wait, really? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, oh wait, this, go. Uh, this place rhymes with, I don't know, Zamazon. that's not a good rhyme. Anyway. Zamazon. You can go anywhere to buy this shit. Zanid. What we're trying to do is make it so that one of the things that's fun is you can, you come to Nice Price or other places. You, we get to talk about this stuff and we'd like to talk about this kind of stuff with people. Mm-hmm. And so this will give us everybody a chance to come and talk about Super Chunk and, to tell us how much you love our podcast because it's so good and funny, and we're so smart, we never mess up, mm-hmm. and stuff like that in general. <laughs> um, so, hopefully, this is the first of many. You know what I really love about like you
0: said, guys' is podcast? Hundreds of people <laughs> so, how so little smart. you mess up. That's what everybody I'm, tells I was me. It's Allie, ma- make sure you cut out all the times you said supper chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that was great. And what I'm also looking forward
2: to is uh, instead of being in Neptune's, when I'm upstairs at King's. This is a ways away, but I want to talk about Shout it ahead of time. Shout out to Kings. Shout out to Kings, Best Rock Club in Raleigh. Uh, may 5th. Cinco de Mayo. I just realized. Love Cinco de Mayo. Riley Walker will be at Kings. May, um, may the
0: 5th be with you. May
2: the 5th. Fa- Good lord. It's a Star Wars joke,
0: right? Star Trek.
2: Wait, is the force with you in Star Trek? Yes. What's what it is in Star Wars?
0: May the, may the forest be with you. Because they're in forests all the time you're making this up it's it's fourth so. why would I make anything up okay what do I have to gain see that? you're goofing me because I don't know about nerd stuff but
2: <laughs> Riley Walker May 5th 5th at Kings Barcade um a uh, big fan of his I recently started listening to his last record uh it's a long title name is escaping me but uh liked it and he did a split with Bill McKay it was pretty cool that was good and um quite possibly the best Twitter um of all time. Maybe of all time. I literally had a giggle fit in tears, back hurting, stomach hurting, could not breathe over a tweet that I showed to my wife and she blinked and was like, I don't even, can't even imagine why this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Got a couple things. Uh, the return of
1: debt is February 25th. Oh, cool. Next, next week, if you're listening to this, maybe, we can have Neptunes with a band, Prettiest Eyes, which I wasn't crazy about the name when I first heard it but Hope they're not listening well they're uh Fuck they're, em. they're, they're doing all, they're doing all right their own castle face they're an LA band that John Dwyer likes enough to put out their records haven't really delved too much deep into them but psyched to be playing a show again especially with a band that's supposed to be pretty good uh and I think my second plug ties into something you maybe wanted to go into back not to throw directly back to you do you have some submit uh related news hype we're whatever.
2: working on something there's a chance that if someone wants to hear Ed Schrader, e- this pod might not be a bad place to look. That's all I'll say. In case it doesn't work out. Well, anyway, fuck all that. Denways are playing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, we're gonna talk about his record here for sure. I'm huge Ed Schrader fans here. Um, but
1: along him- with Convoy, that's gonna be that's a hot bill, I think. Even if we weren't playing, that's a hot ass bill. Um,
0: that is a good bill. Yeah.
1: And Allie, what, William, what do you got to
2: plug?
3: couple of things this week. The Born Agains, who you may remember as Gray Benson and Alan Hyde. In the Marky
2: Smith episode. The Marquee
3: Smith bonus episode. They're playing The Cave this coming Friday, the 23rd. Uh, same day as that sexy Fever Ray release.
2: Wait, um, when are y'all playing that? The Neptunes? 25th. 25th. Okay, I was going to say, I thought it was the Battle of the Bands.
3: Not this time. But uh, a couple days before that, even on the twenty-first, uh, Oneida Hi.
0: with
3: Nesteg and Demon Eye at Kings.
0: I met those guys a few hopscotches ago, brag. and no, it's not a brag. I just hang said, on. Was it in line at Chick Fil A? <laughs> <laughs> I was working at a booth, and they came up to us, and they were looking at stuff. And the guy I was working with was like, "Hey, are you from Oneida?" And I think it was. Kid Millions, who's like, yeah, and Hell, yeah. I geeked out a little bit because mm-hmm. I just got that rated O record, and which is such a great record, or O oh, rated, or like pop- Kid
2: Billions, am I right?
0: Yeah, is it rated O or just O? I have I, no idea. I but I love Kid Millions. I thought it was rated, um, but I don't actually know. Might be confusing it with the Queens of Stone Age record. Wild
1: drummer powerhouse Kid Millions. Well, he's the best. Uh, man, man, forever, mm-hmm.
0: John. That's a really whatever just, his last name is. Yeah. That's a really underrated record from last year, really quick. The Washington Forever one? record. Oh, that's I was thinking of uh <laughs> Matt Matmos, sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Um Will it's a you got a lot of plugs. Yeah, I've, what
4: about I've you only know?
0: I've only got a handful of plugs. Um really quick. Um the label that I am on uh Bull City Records presents. Shout out to Chaz in Bull City. Chaz is the best. Um Oof will say second best. Chaz is a best.
2: <laughs> Chaz is a I like Chaz a lot. He's a great guy.
0: Chaz is great. Um, uh, the label I'm on, Bull City Records Presents, just put out a uh, record by a friend of mine, uh, S.E. Ward. Um, and it's really great. And I'm really happy to be on a label with my friend. And you should check it out. You can click on the bank link that we will provide in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And all my friends are on that record. Except for Mike Wallace, who knows what he Oh, the deceased 60
2: Minutes correspondent?
0: Yes. Or the
2: wide receiver from the Baltimore Ravens? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, And uh, another plug, since uh, y'all reminded me about Kings and Neptunes being a thing. Um, On March 11th, I believe that is a Sunday, uh, I will be playing probably as a duo or just solo, uh, opening for Wilder Maker and to, I don't want to mess his name up. Wilder Maker and Molly Sarl. Uh Sorrell. Yes. Is that a T S? Uh S A R L E. Ah, okay. Molly Sarol.
3: Where at Neptune's? That is
0: at Neptune's Sunday March 11th at, um this year 2018.
3: Excellent. And the, you know oh, there's no
0: more NFL football so you got
2: no excuses on your Sunday night. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Now we're about to play some fantasy football. I don't know how to play fantasy football. It's very simple. So what you do is we guess to the decimal what we think a pitchfork score will be (laughs) for an album that has not come out yet. The closer you get to it, if you get it exactly right, you receive zero points. For every decimal point you're off, that's how many points you get for your score. The goal is so, to have the lowest. So let's say, yeah, let's say the album gets a seven and you guess a 7.1, you would have, you would score a 0.1 that week. Gotcha. So the goal is to be as close as humanly possible to it. If you get it exactly on, you get a bonus point. If you guess best new music ahead of time, you get a bonus point. Um, if you guess best new music and you're wrong, you get a, a, a bonus loss. Oh. You get a, b- a bonus on top of that. Okay. And, also, for the listener, in case you're confused, we are not guessing, we are not scoring the records what we think it is. We're not saying, like, oh, I think it's only this good. We're simply guessing what we think the uh, the publicity machine that is Pitchfork is going to be guessing. I already got one. Excellent. So, what we're going to be doing, we previously, we've already done Ty Siegel. I crushed it, got it exactly right, 8.1. Um, we've already done Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods. Allie, I believe you won that one. Oh, I didn't co- know you were, that. You were within. I think you got. You were closest. It was a 3.8. I guess. You, I think you guessed a 4.4. It's a very, oh, it's a very okay. underrated. I can't record. recall exactly what it got. Um, it's not escaping me. We've guessed aught. It has not come out. The score hasn't come out yet. And we've done palm. So now we're gonna guess Yola Tango. So I well, thought we're doing Unknown Mortal Orchestra. No, what, we're what did doing? I miss? Well, we can do uh, that next. We're doing week. Yola oh, okay, Tango. Gotcha. Gotcha. We do that next week. So everyone, write it down on something. It can be just a scratch paper. It Doesn't matter who. We want to make sure that we don't. Allie has a really bad habit of trying to price his right me on this shit. And so what happens is I guess the score and she's like, oh yeah, whatever he said, minus one. Um, Decimal (laughs) point. One One decimal point. (laughs) Not even like, oh, he said seven, I'll do a six. She's like, oh, he said seven, I'll do a 6.8.
0: Like, give me a break of this. The reason I had a hard time remembering what this album is called is because it's actually the same title as a Sly and Family Stone album.
2: Stand! Exclamation point?
0: There's a riot going on.
2: Oh, really? They named it that? Yes, they did. Huh. That changes my score, I'll be completely honest. <laughs> Pass the pen when you're done, or someone. Thank you. All right, I'll start. I wrote my, has everybody got theirs down? Yeah. About to. I'll you. go first because I've got mine down. I'm going to guess that this Yolotango record. Again, this is not my personal score. This is me guessing what Pitchwork will score it. I'm going to guess a 7.3. <gasps>
3: That's what I guessed. <laughs>
2: You okay, down? so
3: now you know that I'm not trying to price you. Of, we just have a similar wavelength. For the
2: listener, she can also like see what I'm writing. I think she just looked at what I wrote. You're I wrote the, same the thing farthest down. person Mine's away from me that. in this room. Okay, Al, what
0: did you score? 7.8. 7.8? 7. 8, because and... they're going to like it, but they're not going to give it best new music. That's how it works, man. Because mm-hmm. their last one. Also, by the, really the way, good. for the
2: listener, by the time you hear this, we've already opened this game to the public, and I've got a spreadsheet. I'm keeping track of everybody's scores. All you got to do is comment. or message us, somehow let us know what you scored for a record. I'm going to go ahead and post, like, here's the records we're doing fantasy football. Let us know, and we'll give some shit away. I don't know. There'll be some sort of prize for winning. Matt, what did you score? 6.9, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Nice! Does it every single time. All right. Um, It's a safe safe score. It is. Uh, Well, And that's also the reason this game is fun is that, like, the game is... it can be played so well that we're all just within a couple of decimal points of each other. Yeah, that's why it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I, I hate this game. I, why uh, do
0: we give this so much attention?
1: I think it's fun. Matt hates it.
0: <laughs> jokes aside, very funny jokes aside, I think Matt might... There's a chance my Matt might actually, might actually win. Well, actually so that, win. that's the irony is that Matt hates the game.
2: Um, I think he thinks it's uncool or something. I don't know. Why, why do you hate it? I don't know why we're giving Pitchfork so much attention. Well, the... I, I, even, even in an
1: LOL, we don't like it that much kind of way. It's not that we
2: don't like it. I, I, find, I, I find it interesting that... It's like, frustrating
1: to me that that's such a reference point for you everyone can, in my field where you're just... Oh, it's not a
2: reference point. It's more, it's the it fun of... for a of, lot of people. Oh, maybe. I don't know. This but for true. me, it's the fun of, like, you know how the narrative works and you know that, like, they don't even... The I'm not sure they how. even listen to music anymore. And that's fine. They don't, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's almost just this, like... We're poking fun at it. Yes. Yeah, that, there, that. Uh, I are some really guessing the weather. And, I, I, and there are factors you can guess them. And it's like, who can, it really is like fantasy There are some out. really good
0: writers on Pitchfork um, working today. Um, people that are, whose work I look forward to reading. Even if their album ends up, they don't like it. They still find a way to not necessarily convince you that it's bad, or, but just convince you why they think it's bad. And not in a shitty, like gripey sort of way. But, at the same time, I get where Enoch's coming from because the narrative is known. Like, the numbers at a certain point become incredibly arbitrary to what is actually written down. And that's why it's
2: fun. And I'm hoping to get the listener involved. Matt, yes. uh, oh, for the listeners, Matt doesn't like listeners. <laughs> he <laughs> hates sure. Look, he wants to come on here and talk about stepping on broken glass and sex and weird freaky stuff. What I want to do is, like, play fantasy football, man, and hang out. You know, just chill and not, I and do not up. I play fantasy football. This isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: true. Actually, Matt and I are the same In a very literal sense,
2: this is not fantasy football. Um, I believe I was dead last this year. I didn't play very hard. I wasn't far ahead of you. Yep.
1: I I gave up. Straight up
2: gave up, actually. I did. Stopped. No, I'm, I did too. Oh. Well, anyway. Shout out to our commissioner, Curly, who listens <laughs> yeah. in front of the bod. Um, all who right. won this year? The Super Bowl? Yeah. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. It was pretty cool. All right. They haven't won ever. This is the first Super Bowl in team history. Franchise history, they say. So, this was a nice prize just, just like
0: I just like Sheets better. Sheets. Better than I know Wall where Wall. this is going. Yep. Oh, boy. You know, I've already done a podcast where I talked about <laughs> enough.
2: Oh, I should plug that. Uh, I do a podcast with Joe Ovias. It's called The Walk-Up Music. Uh, it's on iTunes now and Google Play and all that stuff. It's on com. Um, check it out we talked about sports and music last episode was about the halftime show the Super Bowl halftime show and also the (coughs) Grammys pretty fun stuff me, B-Shaw, and Joe Ovias get into those kind of things Um, this was the Nice Price Podcast thanks to Al Riggs for coming by thanks for having me
3: Uh, what you order at Sheets is between you touchscreen and God Raleigh Walker
4: (laughs)
1: sex in a long time.